It's time to wake up to Tequila Sunrise. Greg White here, and I have spent my career starting, leading, deploying, and investing in supply chain tech. So we take a shot and talk founders, execs, investors, and companies in this hot industry. If you want a taste of how tech startup growth and investment is done, join me for another blinding Tequila Sunrise. Do you have your shot glass? We have to get into the right frame of mind for this. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. Hey, Hi, Corinne. Hi. Happy New Year. So happy New Year's Eve, unless you are in, at this very moment, you're in Cambodia, Thailand, Vietnam, or Laos, it just turned midnight. So happy new year in midnight or in, in that part of the world. If you're in Singh or Oz or farther east yet than that, then it is already as late as two or three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And if you're just over the dateline in Midway Island, it's almost a full day till New Year's for you. So hang tight. But it is New Year's Eve. We're going to call this a tequila new year as well as a tequila sunrise. And of course, as you can see, my co-host, Corinne Bursa, the supply and demand chain executive pro to know of 2020, the pro to know of the year is joining us. She's the adult supervision folks. So (laughs) welcome aboard, Corinne. Thank you. And happy Tequila New Year to you, too. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Corinne is also our host of Tech Talk, digital supply chain podcast. So if you want an adult version, uh, not adult version, a uh, grown up version thank of, you. <laughs> right, of, of how to how to do tech in supply chain. And, and in fact, uh, your most recent show is about how C-suite executives what they need to know about SNOP planning, right? Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. Sales and operations planning and inventory optimization and what it really means. And uh, I think there's a few surprises in there. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm looking forward to that one. Well, so Scott made the mistake of handing over the mic to us, everyone. So hang on tight because this is a real Tequila Sunrise episode. In fact, Corinne, I don't know if you're ready, but And I don't know who has or has not actually seen a a Tequila Sunrise episode, but we always open the episode the same way, and that is with a shot. I do hope the FCC. Yeah, I hope the FCC is not watching. Corinne, Happy New Year! Happy Happy New Year! Sunrise. Here we go. Away with 2020. Kick it to the curb. Yes. Yeah. Okay, now I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Let the party um, begin. Yes, it, it is New Year's Eve, or as I said earlier, it may be New Year's where some of you are. So thank you for joining us. Wow, there are a few people joining us. AA is with us. Uh, Dave in Nairobi, Daria, Gary Smith. He'll he'll be having some words about drinking on the air for me, I'm sure, later. Uh, Marie Hurst, <laughs> Mike Avra. Wow. Kawai? Coletta Vidal. Scott will be pleased to know that I've mispronounced somebody somebody's name. So, but welcome. That's somebody new. Trisha Abida. Scott Luton is here and he's looking forward to our conversation. So 
<laughs> he, we are being monitored by the uh, by the grown-ups there's here. The, I was right? gonna say, there's the adult supervision. Yeah, right there. there he is. All right. All That's right, good. Demo. David's too. Yeah, demo is here. Avinash. Wow, a lot of folks join us. Shreyansh Sagare. So I don't know where he is from. I'd love to hear where you're from, Shreyansh, because I have a feeling it might be late unless you're here in the States. With mm. us. So look, you know, we talk a lot about uh, give forward and what that means. So and and today, Corinne and I and one or two or maybe three secret guests are going to share what we love about the giving season, what give forward means and how people can make giving a part of every everything they do, every act you take, or at least e easily make it part of your daily life. So what I'd like to do is introduce the catalyst for the whole Give Forward movement as our mm -hmm. first guest. We might have to grab our shot glasses again. So we have a series called Logistics and Beyond, and that is all about companies with what I coined the Give Forward spirit. That series was originally introduced to us by Enrique Alvarez, the CEO of Vector Global Logistics. So let's bring him in and talk a little bit to Enrique. Go, Corinne. <laughs> <laughs> Just logistics with a purpose. This, there we yeah. go. Hey, Enrique. Hey, Corinne, how are you doing? Greg, great doing to great. be here. And that was going to be my first comment. Just correcting Greg on the name of the series what did i say logistics and beyond or something oh sorry logistics yeah. Yeah. Wrong show. I, Wrong show. In the warm -up. <laughs> I don't think we need that shot so enrique traditionally we take a shot i happen to have notice ahead of time yes that you don't have any <laughs> a shot glass or tequilas which is probably good because two this early in the show could be that could be bad news for me but it's still a pleasure being here, and uh, yeah. I will definitely owe you that shot at some point. All right, we'll take we'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, we'll have to have it at Bone Bone Garden at some point. So, look, you were the inspiration of the whole concept of give give forward. I'm not even sure how I kind of coined the phrase. I think it was just probably because the companies you were introducing us to had made giving a part of their business plan. It was not a giving back at all. It was giving as part of their business strategy. So share with us a little bit about how you got inspired by that or anything you'd, you'd like to share about that. And then maybe a little bit about, you know, if you've got a tip for folks on how giving can be easy, that would be cool too. Yes, of course. And uh, and again, I think you're right. I think it was uh, through one of the interviews that we had with uh, the first first guest that we had on the logistics with purpose series that uh that you coined that phrase and it's been part of the part of the show ever since and uh, so logistics with purpose and why in logistics and supply chains it's important to us as a company to to do that it's it's real simple that's just part of our culture and values and we believe that making a positive impact in the world is not only something that's nice to do but we believe that's core in our culture and our strategic plan for growing. So for every container we ship, we donate to different causes. And then we also partner with different organizations to help them. And so the more you give, the more you get, I think uh, is the way the saying goes. And and from a very strategic standpoint, that's true. So the more yeah. we have given, the more amazing organizations come to us, the, the better we are prepared to 
to help them and the more we can give back. And and on the plus side of all this is we believe that we're helping all these different organizations and companies and with their shipping needs. But in, in reality, they're helping us a lot more because all of a sudden we will go from uh, a team that's fully focused on doing the right things and operating in a very efficient and effective way instead of shipping a container, right? You're starting to ship hope or happiness or right. education. And and of course, people are more inclined to work harder and, and with more passion if you think that whatever's inside that container is going to change the lives of children in, in Africa. So, uh, so no, I, I got to say that from a strategic standpoint for us at Vector, giving back and, and making a positive impact in the world is front and center. And it's really just the way we conduct business. Yeah, it's a really admirable core value that you have. And, and I agree, you get, you know, you get 10x whatever you give, right? And what a great way to enable people with a higher purpose. And that's so important these days to know that they're, they are shipping hope or education or necessary clothing and, and goods to people that not just help them better their lives, but in some cases really just survive on the basics, mm -hmm. right? So appreciate Correct. what you guys do there. And, and I really appreciate the inspiration for the term, for this, and the continued introduction of folks who are doing it. It's just astounding to me. I mean, honestly, I thought we might run out of folks who are doing good as as giving forward right but we just continue to find more and more for that series it's it's amazing how many people and we we're talking a little bit about this earlier today uh about 2020 and what the year has been and what we have learned from it and it's just amazing to me to to uh, experience that right there's a lot of people helping each other out there there's so many many good examples and so just giving them a voice through the logistics with purpose series it's so exciting and 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 we'll learn a lot just by listening to their to their uh, advice so no I, i'm with you there's a lot of people doing great things out there and we should just be able to focus on that as opposed to some of the more negative aspects of what media usually focus on no doubt no and that's yeah. what we're here for today so and I love Enrique that um, that it's your intent from the get go that you start with that and then have built out um, a business plan around it. So I think that's really exciting. It's not an afterthought. Thank you. And and I think it's as Greg said it. It's not it's not difficult. And I think uh, part of your question asked me to to just give forward. It's easy. It shouldn't be like it shouldn't be that complicated for companies or individuals. And of course, it all starts with you as a person, right? And uh, it's just. You don't have to see the whole staircase. You just uh, kind of take the first step, right? It's kind of uh, what what I like to tell my kids. And and so giving giving forward and giving back and helping people is just something that should be should be in our nature. I guess it is in our nature. We should just be a little bit more attentive to that and, and act upon it. Yeah, I think sometimes people get a little bit stuck too, and we're going to talk a little bit about that a little later. So I know it's New Year's Eve. I can see you're at the office, so <laughs> I appreciate you stopping in and sharing with us. Is there anything you'd like to share before you head out and with our audience, which seems to be plentiful and global? We got people does. Yeah. all over the world right now. Well, nothing particular. I think that just uh, learning from the year that we're having and, and moving forward into 2021, I really hope it's going to be a, a good year. And just for everyone that's listening out there, just do something good for someone else, right? Something that's not expected that could be from sharing or giving a sweater to saying good morning to just, I think that it's just the little small things that make 
the 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 biggest difference. And uh, I'll close with a kind of an anecdote. It's just a story that my brother, who's two years younger than me, when we we're younger in, in, in Mexico, I, he once lent me his car to go somewhere. And I kind of saw that he had a bunch of this Hot Wheel cars in the backseat. And we were like 18, 19. And it was always like, I had no idea why he had them. And, and without no one telling him, without he never even told us about what he was doing. He had all these different cars because in Mexico, when you get to a stoplight, you have all these different kids asking for money or, or doing yeah. things at the corners. And so he would just turn back, give it to them. And I think that's something that's that has stuck with me for so long. And it's something so easy to do, right? Just go buy a couple Hot Wheel cars and hand it to children during during your year. Yeah, that's fantastic. Love that. that Love that. Yeah, that is a great way to get started too. Well, thanks, Enrique. Thank Happy you, guys. Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year to you, too. One one bit of encouragement for you and a little bit of advice is I n- happen to know you're at the top of a very tight spiral staircase. So do look <laughs> at all the steps on the way down, if you wouldn't mind. I'd love to have you here for 2021. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Right. Thank you, Kareem. Have a happy 2021. Happy New Year. And to you. That's our inspiration. Right. Um, so, uh, Corinne, look, you're you know, you give a lot and you're on the board of mm-hmm. of a philanthropy that we, we at Supply Chain Now actually contributed to our time mm-hmm. to this year, the Empty Stocking Fund. So kind of on the back of what Enrique shared there, which is so inspiring and so much a part of what they do as a company. And you can see it in every single Logistics with Purpose episode. <laughs> we got it right. There, there. you go. And. And, and it's inspiring. Every single episode is inspiring because not just the companies that we interview, but you can see that spirit in Enrique and his team. But And I know you have the same spirit. So tell us a little bit about kind of your thoughts, your philosophy, how you contribute. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Greg, thanks for, thanks for the opportunity. But uh, I, I think if you've ever been helped in an unexpected way and just the impact that makes on you, that somebody would take the time and help you and invest in you, whether it's something small like the Hot Wheels car at a, you know, at a, a street corner, like Enrique uh, was just saying, or it's something more tangible, like a good hot meal or a warm place uh, to stay and shelter just to meet your living needs. When, when you have seen that in action, it is hard not to look for opportunities to pass that on. And, and certainly for me, uh, the Empty Stocking Fund has been one of those outlets, one of those opportunities to serve children at poverty level here in the Atlanta and uh, and Georgia community. So around the holiday, but also around back to school time. And it's a good tangible, certainly they need our financial support as well, but to have an opportunity to, to, um, to serve with others in such a tangible way, it is just a great great experience. And so it was so much fun this year to have the Supply Chain Now team there as well. And um, and I think it builds an amazing culture when you can share and work jointly to solve a problem, small or large, in a community or around a cause that you care about. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit more about getting your hands dirty, but I can tell you that that was definitely a great experience. I'm glad that you and Scott coordinated to put that together. We had family members there too, which was fantastic. I mean, it was family time as well as giving time. It was a lot of fun. Manda, who is the managing director of of the organization, she knew she had logistics professionals at hand and she took great advantage of it. 
and acted instantaneously. I mean, some of the things Absolutely. that we talked about, she put into play two different things into play immediately. And uh, it was good to see, to be able to contribute that way as well and to see that spirit of that organization. So I really appreciate you helping us to contribute there and definitely a worthy cause. Tell us, I know it was down to the wire for you guys. Did you fill the stockings? We filled the stockings. It, it was an amazing experience. And I, I think what you're talking about, you know, the quick response and ability to uh, to adapt, that's something that our community is is just blessed with so many skills that they can give and contribute. And they don't even realize it because it's so second nature to them. Yeah. So I'm just going to encourage them to look for those opportunities to you know, to either firsthand contribute or mentor or, you know, do some teaching and training. But, uh, but it was a great, it was a great experience, a great year. We learned a lot in the process. You know, it's a complete supply chain transformation for the organization in the light of COVID. So lots of new and interesting things still to come. That's outstanding. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just love, I love this time of year. I I think it gets people into the giving spirit. If you've ever watched Christmas Carol, it, you know, of course it's going to get you in the giving spirit. But one of the reasons that I wanted to do this was I think that there's a great opportunity to give year round. And sometimes, especially coming up now in the next three months, a lot of charities have a really down season and, uh, you know, people, the goodness in people's hearts shifts to paying their off their credit card bills or debts or moving on into the, the coming year or improving themselves. And, there's nothing wrong with any of that. In fact, I encourage all of those things. But I think the other thing that people want to do that they want to be able to give year round. And this, the entire purpose of this is to help people figure out how to do it so simply that it doesn't hurt to give year round, right? Physically or fiscally. So that's what we really want to get into. Hey, one quick thing I would not be doing my job if I did not do this. And that is, a quick programming note, as Scott Luton likes to call it. So one, if you like this live stream or other live streams, obviously come and subscribe on on any social channel to Supply Chain Now or to Tequila Sunrise or Tech Talk or Logistics with Purpose or any of our other series. And if you, if you subscribe, then you hear about everything like this and more that we're doing. So, you know, it's a great opportunity to raise your supply chain IQ and to raise your giving IQ today. So don't forget, whenever you listen, if you like what you hear, subscribe wherever you get your podcast from or YouTube because Supply Chain Now and Tequila Sunrise all, both have YouTube channels. Corinne, do we have a Tech Talk? Tech Talk channel? is launching too on YouTube. Hot yeah. Outstanding. So you can also see us all the time. And I know that must be fun to be able to see us. <laughs> You know, I, I got to tell you, I'm following somebody who has a YouTube channel now, and I'm sure they have a podcast, but all I do is just turn on YouTube and just listen, not watch, because they're just sitting there doing a monologue. Something boring, kind of like this, where we're just sitting This here is talking. not boring. This is not boring. That's a different show, also on Supply Chain Now. <laughs> that's right. Supply Chain is boring. Uh, and that's a good one, because if you want to learn about the people who've been there, done that, got us here mm-hmm. and are taking us forward. Supply chain is boring, believe it or not, is a really it's good not boring. It is not at all, right? Chris tries and he tries to pitch that really boring vibe. He just doesn't pull it off very well. So, but anyway, you know, look, the reason we're here is, is the kind of give forward mantra. So one more guest, 
and this, well, at least one more guest, but this guest, I owe a little something to because this is a previous guest on Tequila Sunrise and he didn't get to take a shot when oh. we did his interview and he has never let me forget it. So we have to bring him in. Corinne, you don't have to take another shot if you don't want to, but if you do, I'm not going to discourage you. But let's bring in Kevin L. Jackson, host of Digital Transformers. Transformers. You got it. Got it right. KJ. What's hey, hey, Don. You better not mess up the name of my show. I was kind of in the moment deciding, should I promote the show or the book? Or, or the fact that you are a rocket scientist or what? I mean, your resume is as long as my arm, so it's, it's, it's a tough choice. Well, you know what? All you have to do is remember Project Vet. That's what I'm there talking about. So, so tell us about that, Kevin. <laughs> uh, first, oh, I do owe you a shot. So shall yes, I? you do. All right. Let me... Uh, I think you have to start with that. It just loosens it up a little bit. Yeah. More. <laughs> I'm doing kind of half shots because I knew this might happen. So, <laughs> Well, you see, you see, I got some... Uh, I'm going to take a little bit here. All right. There you go. And I got a special shot glass. It says Atlanta. Oh, oh there you go. Very nice. Right. <laughs> Mine is a nice. more piratey. All right. All right. Let's do Bottoms this. Up. Bottoms up. Ah, yes. Okay. Love that. That's, that's going to have to be the last one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're going to be in trouble. Oh, I think, you know, I think people think I'm loaded on the air anyway. <laughs> now all we've done is confirm it. There's never... The last one on New Year's Eve. What are you talking about? Well, yeah. that's true. That's true. Well, that, yeah, that, that is my, uh, that, that's, yeah. Anyway, let's talk about Project Vet. So uh, first of all, you know, we, we what we want to do is help encourage people to give and, and help them figure out easy ways to do it, but also worthy causes. So let's do talk about that because obviously we have a fan here of Project Vet with Jermaine. Yes, absolutely. As Jermaine is online. Yeah. So um, so you're talking about doing something that you like, different ways to give. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they say money is easy. But you know what's even easier? It's playing a video game. So we have launched mm. Project Vet to actually help veterans attain mental health care. It sometimes this gets very difficult. Um, the VA does a great job, but you know they have limited resources. Yeah, so Project Vet has been uh, designed to help veterans from all of the um, uh, different uh, lines attain mental health, mm -hmm. and we're doing that by doing video games because video games have been shown by the medical community to help people in recovery from things like PSTD, right? Uh, yeah. Post-trauma stress syndrome. So we actually are running multiple games in a, uh, I say year long, but it's actually going to be multi-year long, multi-tournaments. And we launched just a couple of months ago with Madden 2020. 
uh, of oh, 2021. Man. We're actually also doing Fortnite and Call of Duty. Call of Duty. So, um, so every 13 year old kid in America, at least, <laughs> in some way, right? You know, the, the gaming community and audience, yeah, it, it starts, you know, 13, 12, 11, but we have players in 20s and the 30s, even in the 40s, uh, maybe even older. I have to check and see what our, what our audience is. <laughs> but it's something that anyone of any age can enjoy. And if you, as you play, we have prizes and we have sponsors. And the by playing, you actually bring in sponsors that help the cause. And we have partnered with multiple healthcare organizations to make it easier for vets to get the care that they need. So um, I think the, the link Jermaine has provided the link to the Veterans Bowl. Yeah, uh, There's a, uh, a, a PS5, a PlayStation 5, you can uh, win. There wow. are multiple uh, quests that you can undertake and there are prizes every week, all right? So not only can you give and help veterans, but, hey, you can get a little too. That's outstanding. What what could be easier than gaming? <laughs> right. Why do I have a feeling that there are a handful of people who are giving right now? <laughs> let's hope, let's hope. And what is, I mean, talk about getting back 10x what you give, a PS5, the most sought after Christmas present of the entire year, right? Right, so, right. Absolutely. Uh, that is a really, uh, that is a really cool prize. And and I love that it's got both therapeutic and and fun aspects to it. And and again, it is just so easy. So I really love, I really love that, that it, it's both a simple and a fun way to do to uh, give back. That's fantastic. So uh, we're, like I said, this is going to be year, uh, year round. There are multiple tournaments going. You can join at any time and play, have fun and give and have a great 2021. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate you coming on. I know you, uh, first of all, I want to ask you a question. Sure. How's that shot setting with you? <laughs> uh, let's do another one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm not afraid. Hey, it's New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kevin, oh, thank you. Happy New Year. Yeah, happy New Year. Thanks, Kevin. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> this can be dangerous. <laughs> you know, uh, I think I said this earlier. People might think I'm actually drinking on the air. Now they're going to know what it's really like. So they, they'll be able to discern. Hey, yeah. I uh, I saw one comment before we get too much farther down the path here that I wanted Marie Hurst talk about simple giving. Marie, this is a fantastic idea, not one that we're going to point out. So I appreciate you bringing that to mm -hmm. 
to our attention. Paycheck deduction is an easy way to do it. And it can be any amount. I mean, you can literally control that. So it's it's pre-tax. So that's another another great thing for you. It helps offset taxes for you as a uh, worker, but it also, man, you never even see it. So it's like, it doesn't hurt. It does. You kind of forget about it and uh, it's intentional. You set it aside, but uh, you don't feel like you're taking it out of your wallet later. Um, if you, if you give from the kind of the first fruits, if you will. So yeah. great idea, Marie. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much, Marie. I appreciate that. Find that. We, we have a lot of comments. There's a lot going on in the comments here. I told you our audience is amazing. What yeah. I know, Greg, you wanted to kind of challenge us to start and think yeah, small. So, uh, you know, since, we, since we've kind of gone into what Give Forward is, I'd like to share kind of my three-step uh, program for how to get started because I actually kind of took this idea from some people who encouraged people to get started sailing four or five decades ago. It's a very expensive venture. It's overwhelming. You know, you're kind of putting yourself out there, which is not unlike giving or philanthropy, right? It can be overwhelming. Sometimes you wonder if if it's enough and and it can be a real challenge to know what to do. So three things that you can do, right? So the way that I think of this is give small, give simple, and give now. The now is the important part Starting now is the important part. And that's why the small and the simple are so such important aspects of it. You want to make it something you can do, just like Marie was just mm-hmm. showing us, something you can do that's painless and simple. Maybe even set it and forget it. That is a fantastic way to do things. So, you know, I think that's an important way to to get started. And since what we want to do is help people get started, Corinne, I think that's three things are easy to remember: simple, small, and now. Yep. Yep. And and I I think that's great advice. I think that um, when we can put it on autopilot, it really makes a difference, right? You can make a big impact over time with with that type of attitude. But I don't want, you know, I don't want to discourage anybody from giving a one-time donation or a small donation, because I think those aggregate over time. And if we all did, you know, 50 cents or a dollar or $5, it makes a huge, huge difference in the long run and can help people in ways that we've never imagined. So yeah. pick a charity that that you're excited about, that um, that gets kind of your your blood flowing, or you've got a personal connection to, and start there. Yeah, I say this often. You know, I'm a I am a uh, I'm a f- philanthropic thug. My job mm-hmm. is to go pry money out of people's pockets to give to charitable causes. And the argument I always make is, I don't care why you give. I just care that you give because mm. the philanthropy benefits just as much if you give unwillingly as if you give willingly. If you give with love in your heart as you give with love for your tax bill in your heart, right? Either way, the benefits are the same. So I you know, I, I think that's one way to think about it is just give, right? Look, why small? Why simple? Obviously, I think now it is obvious, but why small? Why should small even matter? It's because you can impact more than you think. If you think about it, if you've ever been to a McDonald's or convenience store or anywhere with a jar on the counter, Mm -hmm. you can literally give pennies. But when that jar fills up with pennies, I can assure you because I've counted them. When that jar fills up with pennies, it could be thousands of dollars that can go to a charity. So 
there is no amount that's too small. 50 cents, 20 cents, 11 cents. I don't care whatever change you got in your pocket is, is enough. And there are so many organizations in need and it feels good. It right? does feel good. Yeah. You I think you get so much more back out of it, you know, than, than you ever imagine uh, in the process that, you know, skipping that cup of coffee or sharing the change from your meal, whatever it might be, um, you know, or round really, up. Hey, or round up. Cup of coffee yeah. and round up, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it can be something as simple as that. You don't even have to sacrifice, really. And, and I think sometimes people get hung up on, I know they do because I've heard them say this, they get hung up on, I don't know if I really feel it. Look, again, I don't care if you feel it. I just care if you do it, <laughs> right? And and they get hung up on, is it enough? Any amount is enough because enough little amounts add up to a lot. And you don't have to feel guilty for feeling good about it. I think there's this sort of myth that if I feel good about it, if it makes me feel good to give, then I'm somehow less giving. You're not. You're still giving mm -hmm. 11 cents or 27 cents or $100, whether you feel good about it or whether you feel it as a sense of duty. Either way, like I said, the charity benefits a lot. So, uh, you know, you, I think the mental part of giving is is as much important to overcome as as the fiscal part and of giving as well. So, so let's talk a little bit about what a charity is, just so people are clear. There's a lot of 501 organizations, mm -hmm. Corinne. You know, we're all members of them, Apex and and C CSCMP and other organizations like that. Those are called 501c6. There's ones and fours and threes and sixes. Just to be clear, charitable organizations, the ones that are solely charitable are 501c3s, right? So contribute to 501c3s. That's the simple part. The simplest part of simple is that, you know, there are ways to determine whether this is an organization, as you were talking about, Corinne, whether it fits your goals you know, maybe you want to give to the homeless. Maybe you want to give to disadvantaged or inner city youth. Maybe you want to give to a particular disease. I literally despise ALS, arteriolateral sclerosis, mm -hmm. which is Lou Gehrig's disease. I hate the disease and I hate the impact that it has on the, the people who have it and also the people around them. Yeah. And so I give with a lot of hate in my heart in that particular instance. I want that disease eradicated and I want the effect of it eradicated. So but, you know, it, it could. And that has a long history with me. My fraternity, Lou Gehrig was a member of my fraternity. My fraternity had that as its national its national cause. And our house mother in our fraternity, her husband died of ALS. And oh, then wow. many, many years later, our chapter advisor, Clark Jackson, he passed of ALS as well. And I, I just thought I took that kind of personally. It's like it's like the disease is trying to get us before yep. we get it. And so it's that's a very long held commitment on my part. There are other things that I just contribute to lightly. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But look, give your 17 cents, round up, drop it in the box at McDonald's or your local convenience store, whatever it, it all adds up. You know, I am, as I said before, I'm one of those people who I give to all who ask of me. I just assume that if they ask, they need it more than I do. I give to beggars on the street. I'm not ashamed of it. I sometimes take a little bit of flack for it. I give to people who play their instruments on the street, whether they're good or not, though I have advised one or more musicians to actually use it to get lessons mm. because I feel like if they were better, <laughs> they'd drink more money. 
<laughs> Again, I don't care why you give, just give. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Corinne, what I mean, what are your thoughts, you know, kind of on easy ways to give or oh, ways yeah. that folks can I, I agree. Yeah, I agree completely. And and I think that some of the really savvy companies and brands are making it part of their culture or part of their market mission today. Yeah. And I think that that makes it easy. You know, you um, you hear about um, even things like, um, I think of Jersey Mike's, which is a, a sandwich shop, a submarine shop, but they picked up a, a charity around firefighters and do a percentage of their revenue goes to support firefighters in, uh, in making sure that they have the equipment and safety products that they need so that they can serve their communities. So that's, you know, and again, you, you give that, you don't even know, or you may not be aware that you're, you're giving to that, but that was the reason we switched from one, one shop to another shop right. and still got a good high quality meal out of it. But we felt like, you know, there was a little bit of money going in the direction to, to help a variety of communities. So I think there's opportunities like that, even at the grocery store. So there's lots of those kind of passive opportunities that that we just have to nod yes to and do the roundup or do the contribution that way as well. Yeah. I, I, and I, I think there are companies that are probably worth naming, right? Tom's, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Warby Tom's. Parker, Warby Parker. And I think you identified Bombas. Bombas, the, the, uh, the sock company. Socks. Yes. but Most expensive socks. But the reason is every time you buy a pair, they're given a pair. Yeah. And they do and, last and a while so, because I have actually bought them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the whole reason I bought them was, was their, their philanthropy or their, their mission um, in the market. And, and they lead with that. It's not an afterthought. They lead with that. And, and I'll tell you this, Greg, it really gets people excited, you know, yeah. to either show off the brand that they're wearing or to talk about it or just to simply know that, you know, that, that they've been able to help somebody locally or around the world somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think so many, there are so many more brands that we didn't name. Those are just really prominent examples. And it's easy to find out if they do give, if you go to their mm -hmm. site or there are actually uh, sites out there that, that help you identify brands and retailers that give. One of the things that kind of prompted the reason to have this discussion was I got the notification from my, I'm, I'm going to mention them, Amazon, my Amazon Smile account. Smile so account, yeah. Is smile.amazon.com. If you use the app, you can direct the app to always use Smile and a small portion of what you, uh, of what you buy goes to a charity of your choice. And I think I gave 370-ish dollars to ALS through through just what I bought on Amazon Smile for a year. So that was super easy. I love the affirmation of it. There are other organizations that do that. In fact, uh, while re kind of researching a little bit, I found Giving Assistant. So givingassistant.org, that even more money than Amazon Smile goes to the actual charities and the charities pay nothing. Brand sponsors actually help contribute to their their marketing dollars to go to right. these charities as well. So givingassistant.org, that's one I'm about to insert into my into my repertoire. And I love the fact that even more money goes to the charities through that. Yeah. And I do think, you know, if, if it's a new charity to uh, to you, to our listeners, um, be sure to go and check it out, vet it, make make sure that the money is going 
you know, predominantly to serve the intent of the, of the, um, of the organization versus being eaten away by administrative costs or anything along those lines. So I, I think yeah. you've got some good guidelines maybe for us, Greg. Yeah. So um, let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit. Look, this is just my, this is just my uh, policy. I don't give to anyone who doesn't give at least 80% right. of all funds donated to the, to the recipients or benefit benefit beneficiaries beneficiaries thank you i was going i was trying to say benefactors but that's us isn't it the beneficiaries and that's easy to figure out there's actually a site clay maybe you can drop this in there charitynavigator.org if you want to drop that in the comments it's charitynavigator.org uh, and you can check out any uh, that's the easiest way of checking out a charity you can also actually look at their 990 the form irs mm-hmm. form 990 talks about how they give and where their funds give. And to Corinne's point, just this one, just this one notification, Goodwill is probably one of the most popular quote unquote charities out there. I'm not a huge fan. I don't, I don't give to Goodwill and I don't shop at Goodwill because around 12% to the point you were making, Corinne, Mm -hmm. only around 12% of what, what you donate to Goodwill actually goes to uh, the beneficiaries. And in fact, at Goodwill in ni- in 2018, they paid employees as little as 22 cents an hour. They paid out $53.7 million in bonuses. Their structure Ooh. is such that all of the chapters, all of the locations are independent, which makes it very difficult to verify because even Charity Navigator and other watchdog kind of facilities they can only track the national organization. So it makes it very easy for them to obfuscate where the funds go. Not a fan. Their CEO is legendary for making millions of dollars a year. Just the California CEO made $1.1 million, I think, in 2018. So again, do as you feel led. I feel led to run far and fast away from goodwill. And and just so everyone knows there are alternatives out there. I'm a huge fan, especially when we're talking about clothes or home goods and things like that. Where I have found it to be most effective is giving to faith-based organizations. Mm-hmm. If, if you have a, a local church or or a charity, a charity thrift shop or something like that, they give almost a hundred percent of everything that comes in to beneficiaries. So my personal choice is Must Ministries. It's a Methodist facility that happens to be here in Marietta, Georgia. And I know that they do a great job. So we give all of our physical goods to them and and then let them give to uh, folks in need. Uh, so that's my only warning. But again, I want to give you the alternative, which is to which is to find another outlet for that. In fact, my youngest daughter got a uh, she got a goodwill card for for Christmas. And she said a gift card. And she said, dad, should I turn this in? I'm like, well, money's spent now. They've got it. Right. Right. Yeah. Get the value out of it. So. But uh, it does paint an important point. I mean, you want to make sure, especially when you're giving financial um, donations, that you want to make sure that that money is going to, to the intended purpose. And, and it's great to have, you know, a website you can check and just verify in, in that process. The other thing around the Amazon Smile that I really like is they give you a wide variety of, of funds to choose from. And, and they've vetted those, those um, organizations as well. 
And again, it becomes easy, right? Anytime you place an order, they're yeah. able to, um, you know, to, to kind of reserve that. And it's always fun at the end of the year to see what that total aggregate was. And you didn't feel it at all. Yeah, that's that's right. But let's do talk about where you do feel it a little bit. So let's talk about when you give more than money, because I think if we talk about giving simple, money is the simplest mm -hmm. thing to give, right? It's, it's just so easy, right? If you want to give a little bit more or you know, you're feeling led to, to physically participate like Corinne does with the empty stocking fund. I mean, you can, you can donate, as we talked about, you can donate unused items or you can donate your time or skills. I want you to understand that because the theme here is, is right. Mm -hmm. Go small, go simple and go now that, that when we talk about giving of your physical gifts, that's not always simple. It's not always small and it's not always now, especially in this time, right? It can be a little bit of a struggle to find how you can physically contribute to, to an organization. So, but with just that little bit more effort, the, the benefits can be exponential for the, for the charity, for the philanthropy. And it's so energizing to bust your knuckles working on something that, that is doing good, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love to have kind of that personal connection with some of the organizations that, that my family contributes to financially. So that's one of the things that I think is, is great about, you know, things like the empty stocking fund or other organizations that you can go and do something. And, and I want to encourage our audience, Greg, because our audience is a talent pool. These folks have got mad skills that can be used to solve a wide variety of problems and opportunities in the marketplace. So whether they are the manpower, the physical labor that is moving things from point A to B, or they're using some of their ingenuity on how to improve a process or how to reach a new community or even how to automate something from a technology perspective. These are things that they can contribute very easily because their talent is so deep and, and, and honed. It's easy for them. It might be really difficult or a real need for the, um, the charity or the foundation that you're working with. So, so think about that as well. And, and sometimes those things can be done in a remote way as well as in an in-person format. Yeah. And, and for some folks, giving of their time and talent might be a little bit easier maybe than their financial yeah. pools. At, at any given point in time, but um, you really, it's an opportunity to really get a lot back. I mean, you really get a sense of achievement when you're able to show some improvement or help um, help them reach a larger audience. Could be a variety of things. I'm glad we're having this conversation because I, I think, one, it does matter where you, where you personally are in your mm -hmm. life. If you have time, but not money, give that, right? As I said, you know, for me right now, and maybe that's linear thinking to say, Time is harder to give than money for me, right? Mm -hmm. Right, but but you know, if you're at a at a point in your life, give as Scott loves to say, and I love I love that he says it this way. And I'm I'm going to hint at Scott actually coming on to share a few words with us, and I'm going to watch down here and see if he's shaking his head. No way, I'm not going to do that. Or I may just introduce him into the live stream and just surprise him. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, Clay, but give from what you have, right? Yeah. So if what you have is time, give time. If what you have is, is unused goods, give that. If what you have is money, give it. If you can give all of those 
or any of those, it, that's all so powerful, right? It and really it, is. And I, I got to tell you, I cannot stress enough, give selfishly, mm-hmm. give selfishly, give to make yourself feel good. I'm a firm believer that, that if enlightened self-interest is one of the best ways to do good for other people, give, if you feel sad, give, right? If mm-hmm. you feel guilty, give, right? If you feel pain because you've been personally impacted by like I have with ALS or you've been personally impacted by a disease, give to fight that thing. So it doesn't have to be completely altruistic. Again, the benefit to the to the charity is the same regardless. So Scott has left the room so uh, I can see. So he doesn't want to be on. Amanda, do you want to nod your head, Amanda? Okay, good. We're going to bring Amanda on. Can you add her? Oh, point? great. See you. Hi. Hello. <laughs> oh, you're oh. you're muted. <laughs> Welcome to 2020. You, you can't do that anymore in 2021, folks. I think, <laughs> by the way. People, I should have one, known better. One of the gifts we need to give ourselves is something that, like, hits us in the head if we are still muted. <laughs> No kidding. So you shared a poignant point and I wanted to give you just a chance to share a little bit about that. So, yeah, well, and Dave and he, he commented on what I, what I commented too. you know, sometimes if you don't have the money, you can, you know, oftentimes you do have some time and you know, what I had done over the, um, actually before I was working more full time with supply chain. Now I have my own marketing firm, Magnolia marketing group. And every Tuesday, I would do a Tuesday tips at 12, just sharing social media information and knowledge. And then that kind of led to a couple of additional classes, like with just the local chamber of commerce, which led to another couple of classes with some different industry associations, Yeah, just giving, um, sharing information, sharing the knowledge that I've gained and kind of expertise within social media and digital marketing. And when you're working with people that don't have the funds to pay for marketing or don't have the funds to pay for whatever, mm-hmm. but you can share that knowledge. You can see, I mean, of course, and it was all on zoom calls, you know, this, this year, but you can see on their face taking notes and you can see that impact right away. And it's stuff that, you know, comes second nature to me because I do it every single day, but it's, it's new information. It's, it's free. You know, it's a great way to share that. You can see the impact right away. And that is very rewarding. And I, I agree with you, Greg, you know, to give selfishly because it's not a bad thing that giving makes you feel good. And in fact, I think it encourages, encourages you to give more and to do more. You know, what's bad about that, right? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with everybody feeling good about giving, including the giver. Giver, And, I, I, you know, and I think subconsciously we get kind of bound up in that. It, you know, again, to go back, is it enough, right? Is it enough yeah. to make a difference? And the answer is any amount is enough to make a difference. Yep. Um, well, you know, I even do, think do I need to feel a certain way about it? Absolutely not. I can tell right. you, I can tell you because I have literally pride money away from rich people to give to ALS, for instance, in the past. And we got every single penny of it, regardless of how they felt about it. Some of them gave willingly, some of them not nearly as willingly, but we still got the same amount of money. So Right. And that's the important part. Well, and I think too, 
I think a lot of people do get caught up in the fact, well, I can't give a hundred dollars or I can't give, you know, I can't make a big difference. It's that's, that's not the point. You know, you can round up. I know that we can round up like our, our energy bill to the nearest dollar and give exactly. You can roll up at the grocery store, you know, you can roll up that to the nearest dollar, that extra 75 cents that goes to local um, children's shelter or whatever. But I think that that's important too. We don't have to think so big, you know, we can make big impacts just in our local communities. Like we started following our church, of course, you know, donates and supports a lot of local organizations, but I started following um, the local food bank, the the Gwinnett Co-op or whatever it's called uh, right here in town because our church supports it, but they post their needs on Facebook and then we provide them. It's that easy, you know, it's just following the folks on Facebook and sending in the canned foods or the the packs of diapers they need or whatever that need may be, but it can be very simple. And I do think those, those, those smaller, more localized giving opportunities really make big impacts. It feels small because it may not feel like we're making a sacrifice or like we're like it's impacting our lives so much, but I think that they can impact those, those local lives, those people, your local community and the people right around you in a really, really great way. Yeah. And those local organizations need a lot to do good. Right. So, yep. Yeah, um, absolutely. So great uh-oh. examples, Amanda, great examples of using your talents um, in such a way. I love that. And uh, well, and, and, and um, thank you, Chris. And Corinne, what? Oh, sorry. Hey, hey, oh, hey, hey, putting it to you. I don't have a shot glass. Throwing down the gauntlet. It's okay. We have plenty of time to do that. We have plenty of time to do that. But I love his. I love his, uh, I oh, love his giving spirit. He wants everyone to take a shot. But Amanda, you bring up a good point. And Corinne, you you alluded to this earlier. And that is, you don't have to get out from behind your laptop to help. Right. It doesn't have to be physical pain. It can be those gifts. And it could be, you know, it could be gifts that you give to the organization or to individuals. Again, the beneficiaries. Thank you for reminding mm-hmm. me of the word, Corinne, of the organization. So, yeah, yeah. But I love your theme about, you know, giving small or starting somewhere, right? Yeah. yeah. Make it simple. Make it make it something you're passionate about. Make it something that's easy for you. Yep. And then get started or give now. I forget yeah. how you said it. What was it again, Greg? Give me those give three. Small. So so let's, it's probably time for us to wrap up or Scott's going to cut us off anyway. So um, yeah, big thumbs up. So we're good. <laughs> said we're good. Okay, good. Um, well, hey, we're about to, we're about to approach another. So it should be, I think, in Dhaka, Ashfaq. I think it is. It's about to be midnight in. Um, hey, another New Year's. Bangladesh. Year. Yeah. Is that another shot? Does anybody need? To <laughs> well, that's what I'm wondering if Scott was going to the kitchen to get pull out the <laughs> or something. Yikes. Well, I guess we ought to go ahead and stay on until we hit midnight one more place because I, I did a little bit of looking at the map. So there's a couple places in Mongolia, mm. uh, the eastern part of India, Bangladesh, and northern Russia, several cities whose names I can't even announce or pronounce. It will be New Year's there in just a few seconds. Hold on. I will let you know how many seconds or it may turn while we're doing this. Oh, yeah. Going to do the countdown? Right now, right now it is Happy there New Year. There it goes. Yay! Hey, we wish happy New, Year. happy New Year's, and we haven't even been we haven't been through it yet ourselves. So, 
Look, let's wrap up because I, I want to let everybody get to partying and enjoying and wrapping up their day. And I feel like I really appreciate Corinne, you joining me for the whole thing. Enrique for sharing uh, what he did, which was so insightful. Kevin Jackson, I owed him a drink and I can't think of a better way to do it than to, than to have one and, and to talk about giving. And Amanda, of course, great to have you on here to share your insights about how you all as a family give and how you enable us as a company at Supply Chain Now to give as well. So really appreciate that. Let me just share a few final thoughts here because we, I think we've kind of we, we've kind of talked around and right at some of this, but I want to just tell them what you're going to tell them, right, Corinne, and then yep. tell them what you told them so people remember. So look, again, give small right? Give simple and give now. And and as everyone here has kind of said, all things in moderation, don't feel compelled to give till it hurts. There used to be this theme, give till it hurts. Give till it feels good. That's, that's all you need to do. Just give anything. And as I've said before, this is one of my favorite themes. There is abundance in the universe. And you, all of you are part of that abundance and abundance is not a huge mass. Abundance is made of tiny, tiny microns. And, and that is the way in which we build abundance. So remember, even just a tiny gift can be part of that abundance. Mm -hmm. And before I do kind of a final wrap, I would love, Corinne, if you could just share maybe some final thoughts or observations, you know, as we wrap up here. Absolutely. I, I would just I echo what you said. I, I love your three points. I love about keeping it easy and simple and and getting started today. And then look for something that long term you want to be a part of, whether it's your example with ALS or an example through your faith-based organization or through teaching children or, you know, providing food for um, for people who are, you know, in need of a good meal. There's just so much opportunity around us and on a global basis. And, uh, and I love what Enrique shared about being intentional and thinking yeah. of it from the get-go. And it's a big part of the supply chain now culture. And I really love that because it gives us an opportunity to serve together and to grow together in a lot of different ways and to use our, our talents as diverse and as similar as they are in different, in different areas uh, to really accomplish more together. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. And I, I can't say it enough. You get far more than you give. I was just thinking mm -hmm. about how much, you know, how much I get every time I give and it just, it feels really, really good anyway. All right. Seriously, we probably should wrap up now, though. I feel like I could go till, till midnight here. Probably <laughs> should know. not. I'm sure we're paying by the hour for this, aren't we? Um, <laughs> I was worried I wouldn't get a word in edgewise, Greg, because I know that you're so passionate about this. So, um, so just thanks for letting me join you on the uh, on the show and in the conversation today. I wouldn't have done it without you, and frankly, I had to be very intentional, as you know, not to just talk the whole time. So, I actually <laughs> wanted to be very intentional about including you and everyone else in the conversation. Look, <laughs> thanks to Amanda, thanks to Enrique, thanks to. To Kevin Jackson. Thanks to Clay, who's behind the scenes right now making all this happen. Thanks to thanks to Scott for making this whole thing happen. Thanks to all of you out there. Just a mm -hmm. couple final thoughts. Look, Tequila Sunrise, Tech Talk, Supply Chain is Boring, Digital Transformers, Logistics with Purpose, and more are all part of the Supply Chain Now digital network. 
the voice of supply chain, my opinion, and our tagline. Um, (laughs) Do reach out because these are good people, as you've seen today. Reach out and and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. You can listen live on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Twitch. (laughs) Yeah, right. LinkedIn and YouTube, as some of you are doing today. So thank you for joining us. And on behalf of the entire team here at Supply Chain Now, I want to wish you Happy New Year. Remember, give small, give simple, give now. And as I always say at the end of every Tequila Sunrise, acknowledge reality, but refuse to be bound by it. Happy New Year, folks. Happy New Year. Tequila Sunrise is part of the Supply Chain Now Network, the voice of supply chain featuring the people, technologies, best practices, and key issues in the industry. And hey, listen up. To build your supply chain knowledge, listen to, get this, Supply Chain is Boring, where Chris Barnes connects you to the who's who that got supply chain where we are, point us to where we're going, and take us to the next level. Or check out This Week in Business History with Supply Chain Now's own Scott Luton to learn more about everyday things you may take for granted and pick up quick insights you can use as inspiration and conversation starters. Our Logistics with Purpose series puts a spotlight on inspiring and successful organizations that give first, give forward as their business model. If you're interested in transportation, freight, and logistics, have a listen to the Logistics and Beyond series with the Adapt and Thrive Mindset Sherpa, Jamin Alvidrez, and also check out Tech Talk, hosted by industry vet and Atlanta's own Corinne Bursa, supply chain pro to know of 2020 where Corinne discusses the people, processes, and technology of digital supply chain. For sponsorship information on Tequila Sunrise or any Supply Chain Now show, DM me on Twitter or Instagram at Gregory S. White or email me at greg at supplychainnow.com. Thanks again for spending your time with me. And remember, acknowledge reality, but never be bound by it.